Hello, this is Mended Teacups and we're here with our cups of tea. We're sitting in our own homes as this is during the, the COVID pandemic. And Helen, would you like to tell us what our topic is today? Well, we've been listening to some friends of ours who are unexpectedly home educating at the moment, who have had their children sent home from school with little or no preparation. And one of the questions that's come up, uh, which we thought we might have something to say about, is how on earth do you teach your children at the same time? And this particular mum had a problem because her, she felt her children always always needed her at the same time as each other. And of course, she can't answer both their questions at the same time. Molly, have you found that with your children in, over the years you've been home educating? Oh, yes. I would say just about every day, <laughs> at least once. So um, is there any hope for this poor mum? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, w- I, would, I would definitely say so. We've both got more than one child. Do, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Well, why don't you? Well, tell us what you think first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. I think, yeah, I guess it depends what age your children are. I, with, with learning, we, we certainly have always done learning together with children sort of right up through to, I guess, secondary school age. So I guess we could talk about secondary school, maybe primary school and then secondary school, because I think that is different. But with primary school, we we tend to, to kind of have a, a kind of like a sofa time and a table time kind of thing. So we sort of do the part, part of our learning is reading stories and on the sofa or outside the picnic mat or, or even somewhere when it's not COVID time out in the woods or somewhere um, and we sit and we chat and we read together and discuss and then from that they then go and and do some sort of follow-up work from that and that's often something that's written so that um, I've got a record of it not always but quite often it is or kind of some artwork or something and that the, and it's that follow-up work which is different depending on the age of the child so you know the older more able ones can do something slightly you know slightly harder and um, the younger ones can do you know a picture or, or, or something so so with younger children that's how we've done it how about you so I've been thinking about it how how do I cope when my children seem to need me at the same time and it seems to happen a bit less now my children do their own work a bit more separately that, that they're a bit older but you can guarantee that the time that one desperately needs you is when you're in the middle of doing something with some with the other one. <laughs> it just seems to happen that way, doesn't it? I've been trying to think, what do I do? I mean, yes, you have to say, you'll have to wait a minute. Can you do something else? I suppose that's one of the things is thinking very quickly on your feet, what you can suggest that the child goes on to do by themselves and then comes back to you in five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, with the query. Sometimes I think there's children at quick to ask mum for the help or you know when actually if they just put a little bit more thought they could maybe figure out what they're trying to do by themselves so sometimes I've found by asking them to wait my unintentional consequence has been they've sorted themselves out by the time I've got time and actually that's a real growth opportunity for them so that's great but sometimes it just doesn't it's not like that is it I mean if it's if it's a tricky part in maths and they're just not getting it they need you to help them understand it or decode what the textbook is saying you just they just need to wait don't they I don't know if there's anything else we can say about I I suppose um if you notice it's happening at the same time every day maybe you can think about staggering your lesson time somehow sending one of them off to well I suppose you could say well while you're waiting for mum could you you know do such and such a job in the kitchen or you know finish the dishwasher or whatever it might be there's always useful things to be doing 
I suppose some mums might be concerned that while their child's waiting, they're not really achieving anything. They might be twiddling their thumbs or tempted to disappear off and do something less productive, perhaps. Or yes, if you can do some sort of staggering, if you notice it's happening uh, and get one child started before the other so that they get to their difficult point of their book at a different time <laughs> I think creativity is the way to go yes and I think what you said about waiting is not a bad thing and and I, I really feel that you know home educating it's a very different way of learning I think than from children at school and so we kind of can't try to to do school at home it is different and and actually learning to wait and be patient and to use that time which they won't use it well initially actually is a good skill because when they get out into the workplace they will come up with problems and they'll have to problem solve they you know they may have to wait for a part to arrive and they'll have to try and think of something to do before that part comes or they can plug it into whatever machine they're using or maybe if they're working in the hospital they might have to wait for you know, the patient to arrive and they've got to do some other things beforehand and you know life is full life doesn't come on schedule and so actually the very fact that they have to wait for us is actually a lesson a learning lesson in itself and I think we can we can tend to think that it all has to be perfect and we have to do things one after the other and actually life's not like that and so being messy in home ed is good preparation for life I'd say <laughs> yes I think I like that having a messy home education time and yes just as it comes isn't it it's sort of the natural chaos of family and people together and so forth and actually I've just been thinking one other thing is just check in with your child that when they're asking for help they're not actually just asking for some time with mum I wonder I have experienced this with one of mine that actually they they just when I really thought got down to thinking about it they wanted to spend time with me it wasn't necessarily that they needed my help so then if you notice that that's the issue you can address that in a different way can't you so there are times when the waiting for mum to be ready might involve one of them sitting on your knee and just saying just wait here I will be with you but you can sit on my lap for now and actually that might top up that that need that they had um, that need to be with you yeah no I'd definitely say that as well and I was sort of the, the two, couple other things I just thought with, with teens they do need to be able they obviously they need help but they actually do need to be able to work out their own way of working scheduling their own you know time man doing their own time management and part of that will be if when they get stuck learning what to do when they're waiting for help and so absolutely um having jobs they can do around the house but actually if they've got a couple of bits of work they could be doing then actually they could be they could switch and go on do that or they could switch and they could stop from that question if question six is really hard and then go on and do question seven just skip and do question seven so they're learning to use their time usefully and again that just comes with maturity but I, I think probably most of us you know by the time our kids have reached the teen years certainly sort of GCSEs you know a lot of them are fairly self are able to regulate their own times really aren't they and that's yeah. something that the years of home ed has taught them and I think that and part of what has taught them to do that is having to wait that it's not all spoon fed and so actually if you're struggling with 
primary school age children or just maybe younger children who are not used to maybe planning their own time don't don't despair because actually that this could be a really fantastic time it could be this time that in fact teaches them to be able to work out their own rhythms of work so that when one day they go on to either a levels or you know further education where they very much have to monitor their own times this could be part of their learning yes and i was also just thinking sometimes when it when they finally get your chance, you've finished the word the one child and you turn to the other. Sometimes actually by the time they've explained to you what the problem is, as they retell that trouble, they, they, that's the time when they discover that they did know it after all. And over time, they can learn that, oh, actually, if I do reread this or if I do try reading the question out loud or, you know, going back, there's, there's techniques, aren't there, for unlocking whatever block it was that you thought you needed mum and dad's help with agree yeah and it's and it's long term and I think you know we do think that when you know when you're kind of home editing all the time if you go through a, a while a season when it just seems that everybody needs you at the same time actually you know that the next season something will change and then the season after that something will change it I think I think most of us have sort of have a, a try to have anyway a fairly long term you, which I guess is one of the fantastic things about home ed because it's not it's not in a box they don't just have to pass SATs at a certain time it, it's much more educating for life and if you see that actually this if you know if you're just home educating for maybe for this very short season you know, I think you're amazing all you mums who are all dads who are doing this but it isn't see it as an amazing opportunity because you're not just educating your child to pass the next sort of tests but actually you're educating your child for life with some you know lifelong lessons that will really really help them in the future every challenge that you face and every problem you face and the way that you then problem solve to to, to find a way around that is learning you know it's not something you, you can stick an a grade onto but actually you are learning really good sound life lessons absolutely well i hope that's helped the mum who had that worry a little bit and others of you as well thank you for listening and we'll look forward to speaking to you again soon